Hello friends, and thanks for being here. We're having fun today. It's a big day for one of our guys, so we've gotta wish somebody a happy birthday. We're also going to take a look at the new Titleist drivers, and to top it all off, we're diving into the My Golf Spy comments section. This is episode number 57? Yeah. Okay. I think so. <laughs> this is episode number 57 of No Putts Given. Let's get it. You were so close. Alright, hello everybody. How are we doing? I have copious <laughs> amounts of Japanese head covers today. So I'm ready to go. Bam! Chris is obviously doing better than any of the rest of us. <laughs> Why Bam. do you have copious amounts of Japanese head covers? <laughs> well, How does that happen to to oneself? <laughs> you know, it's a fair question. Uh, sometimes, you know, companies will send us product samples, things that, you know, what we get at my golf spy is uh, kind of a revolving door sometimes. And so one company said they're going to send a, uh, you know, a sample uh, or two of some head covers. And lo and behold, 84 samples showed up on my doorstep. <laughs> and so currently uh, working my way through the samples. And uh, these are two of my favorites so far. Uh, Tiki Surf. Have you have you found any Hello Kitty or Fujifilm? <laughs> Not as of yet. However, we did find a replica Tony one right here. <laughs> this is a uh, Teen Wolf Tony. Um <laughs> You know, we had we had Hello Kitty Tony. Now we got Teen Wolf Tony. Um, I, they may make random appearances throughout the show today. I can't control them. Open one new one for us. Open one you haven't seen yet. Uh, dig, dig deep and just pull something out of the bottom of the box. Okay. Don't know what this one is. Cheval. Cheval. All right. Also known apparently as Fire. Perhaps. Um, and as important, year of the horse. There we go. So there is. So you found before the what was the first? You had a year of the rooster, right? We did and have a year of the cock year of the horse. Before. Yeah. Yep. Now we got year of the horse. So keep keep digging. Give me the, give me my year of the rat. And oh what? Oh yeah. Well, I'll see what um, I can do. <laughs> Harry, what year is it for you officially today? Twenty one years old. <laughs> uh huh. That's not what I heard. I am dirty thirty, and Matt gave me Matt three D printed dirty thirty for a phone case. So I'm always reminded that I am thirty years old. Do you guys remember when you were thirty? <laughs> oh wow, it's been a while. I don't. I don't. I will say thirties were my least favorite decade. So you got that to look forward to. Well, in the spirit of it being your birthday, you said you were feeling generous today, right? Yes. Harry's acting like he's I'm in court right now. I'm actually gonna give away this because it's U.S. Open week coming up. This awesome Wingfoot U.S. Open head cover with the Stars and Stripes banner on there. So if you're if you want to win this, go ahead and follow me on Instagram or Twitter, one of the two, and then subscribe to this YouTube channel uh, to get this very plush PRG head cover. It is money in the bank. You mentioned it, it was plush. Is it also supple? It is supple. <laughs> it inspires suppleness and confidence, and it's guaranteed to roll putts in for days. I'm so tempted to say we out, but <laughs> we've got more show to get to today. I'm going to jump into our first topic then. I'm sure everybody saw this, but um, over 
the past weekend, Dustin Johnson won the FedEx Cup, and um, I would reckon to say that his reaction was thoroughly underwhelming. I think we got a little one of those. Uh, maybe. What would you do if you won $15 million? Tony, start us off. What do you think? Give us a sample. It's, that was not $15 million energy <laughs> right there. I mean, I think I've, I think I've probably celebrated a, a par at a putt-putt with more excitement. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jesus, I think I'd, uh, all, all things relative, I guess $15 million isn't that much if you already have $15 million, But Jesus, mm. I'd be I'd be. Well, I didn't around. know if you did, right? Well, I mean, well, over the course of a career, I mean, yeah. He's, yeah, he's made way more than that. I'd, I'd probably like go Paul Revere and just, you know, drive down the road screaming for, for days. Like I'm quitting everything. I'm quitting everything. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Certainly, uh, certainly a little bit more enthusiasm than just like, yeah. Chris, what would you do if you won $15 million? I have no idea. I would probably quietly move out of a house that has what eight women. In I, it. <laughs> I would probably, yeah, probably build a compound, um, you know, with maybe individual little houses for each of the people. <laughs> and I could have like my own house over here, like in, in like an adjoining neighborhood. I, you know, honestly, though, okay, so you got to take out the taxes, this, that, whatever. Let's say you walk away six, seven, eight million bucks, something like that. Um, man, I would, uh, yeah, I would probably do things to, to help out the kids and probably build like a huge compound, fill it with ice cream. Fill, I, you know what? I would probably try to work out a deal with some ice cream place. All right, Harry, what about you? $15 million. What's your reaction and what do you do with it? Doesn't, don't give anything to my wife. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would definitely give um, like a pro a good professional career, like a good two-year stint where I'm just playing golf every day and trying to give it a good go. Um, <sighs> Boring answer. Keep going. And I would <laughs> Let's hear take more. my wife on a nice holiday. There we go. There it is. And leave Are there in. yachts involved? <laughs> to Yorktown, Virginia. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I would probably do lots of things. I would want to travel the world. There's, there's lots of stuff. I would like to go to the Masters, and I would pay a lot of money to go to the Masters. I think, I think 15 will get you there comfortably. 15 million will get me to the Masters. I will blow it all. And we're good to go. <laughs> You won't have to take your wife on a holiday because you won't have one if you do that. <laughs> That's exactly the plan. Okay, but you didn't tell us. What's your reaction? I would probably go around in Happy Gilmore. I would go around the greens doing like the slap in the ass of like the horse. <laughs> and it goes riding the bull, feeling the flow. That would be me. <laughs> That would be that yeah. would be my reaction for sure. D DJ was a little more kip from Napoleon Dynamite. He's just like, yes. <laughs> all right, so we all and they, we'll we'll give him his reaction. Maybe he was in he was just focused still. But um, that sounds he, right. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Tony. This week you wrote about some new Titleist drivers that just hit the USGA uh, conforming list. Can you give us a breakdown of what we're going to see in these Titleist drivers and what you know already? And I know you don't know everything quite yet. Yeah, it's I kind of half expected, right? TS last year was kind of a big leap forward for Titleist. And, and usually the after you kind of make that kind of iteration, the next one that follows is kind of meh, like, you know, polish on, on what you just did. Uh, this seems to see, especially with the TSI3, some pretty dramatic changes we're hearing things about a, a new material that is uh, 
and from what we understand, going to be proprietary to Titleist. They're working on securing those kind of exclusive rights to the material. Typical material story, right? More lighter, faster, stronger, all the stuff you would expect to hear. Um, but if that's true, you know, materials, is, it's not an exciting story, but it's if there is a, a radical shift, it, it typically can make a it's where you have an opportunity to make a real difference in the performance of a, of a golf club. So if what I'm hearing about this new material pans out and it's, it's used in an efficient way, you know, Titleist could have actually something that that's really special on their hands, especially by Titleist standards where they have been, as I said, kind of mad to a point, you know, based on what I'm hearing, I'm significantly more excited about this than I was a week ago. Uh, so we'll see, but yeah, I think, I think this is one to watch and I think is, again, uh, based on what we're hearing, has an opportunity to surprise a lot of people and, and make them think differently about Titleist drivers. What should we call the new material? Since we don't know what it is yet, should we call it Merctonium or something like that? Yeah, unobtainium. Yeah, it's just, you know, <laughs> some flavor of super metal. Okay. Harry, do you think there's room in the driver space for a new titanium, if you will? I mean, there's always going to be room for some new products and depending on what kind of model uh, material it is. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be, if there's room to earn money and generate money, they're going to try it. I just think this club looks badass. I think it looks like it's going to kill someone, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you carry the ball retriever to save and yourself. And that right? is... That escalated quickly. This is one of the best looking drivers I have ever seen. Um, it, I think, you know, you know, when we start the test, I get all the drivers in and I'm like all excited. It's like Christmas. And I go around and I look at them and said, that's an ugly driver. This one's okay. <laughs> this one I want just because of the looks. That is exactly what the Titleist, just by looking at the pictures, um, gives me those feels. It gives me all the feels. So what was your, what, what gave you the feels this year? This year, I, I didn't have any of the feels, to be honest. I, really? I had no feels. Now, the one that grew the most on me was the TaylorMade. I didn't like the... The Sim Pop-Top? The Sim Pop-Top. I, um, I didn't like how shiny it was compared to the, its old one. It was a brighter color compared to the, old, um, the older one. But it grew on me a lot, and I'm gaming it. All right, Chris, what do you think? Space in the driver world for a brand new material to take over? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think when we're talking materials and Tony, you'll have to confirm some of this or maybe we don't, you know, technically know all of this yet. But it sounds like we're also seeing some of this trickle down from previous concept series where, you know, a couple iterations ago, Titleist rolled out the original concept series really as kind of a, you know, a showcase technology, see what we can do and and hoping right that at some point, things that did work and maybe weren't super cost aversive would find their ways eventually into kind of the mainstream or mainline equipment releases. And it seems like we're seeing some of that now with TSI, uh, where, you know, TS was kind of the the strip it down, rebuild, start over uh, in, in, a, in a sense and say, okay, we're going to really try to build this around speed. Um, you know, Titleist knows as well as anybody else, their, their drivers were you know pretty much middle of the road really too high spinning for a, a lot of players to maximize distance with. So they kind of scrapped that and said, okay, 
here we go. And TS, I think, was uh, was largely a success in that regard. Um, and the TSI kind of feels like we're seeing some of that infusion now of, um, you know, what previous w- was maybe just in the concept series. So, you know, really, again, <clears throat> weight in, in particularly in driver construction, right? Weight is currency for engineers. And when they can save weight, any type of weight, right? Two kind of things there, then they get more options. They can distribute it differently, try to change some of the performance characteristics. But also, if they can moderate that CT to core relationship a little bit and get a little bit higher CT for a given core, um, if that is something that this metal can kind of help achieve and, and push that into an area in that kind of mid 250s without um, you know going over the 830 core, then that could be a place where they can tell a ball speed story that maybe some other companies can't. Yeah, what I would say too, right? So the material, from a design perspective within the driver space, the liability, your your mass liability is is invariably the face, right? Because it it's got to be strong enough to support impacts. I mean, you're thinking like, what are these tour guys swinging now? And, and the ball speeds are coming 200 out ball speed yeah 190 185 ball speed right yeah you've, you've got to be able to hold up a, to that and that typically requires mass and concentrated in an area such a, like you wouldn't need it in in the rear of the club for example or or even in the bottom right that's where that's where you've really got to have your your beef and there's there's a uh, where's the beef it's in the face anyway um <laughs> that's so that's where your inherent mass penalty is so if you can through structure, we've seen some you know, some experimentation with lattice designs, for example. So if you can, through structure or through a lighter weight material, take weight out of that face, which is time and time again proven difficult to do, that is really the best way you're going to create opportunities to do something fundamentally with your driver head. So, you know, there, there's lots of sexy and exciting marketing stories that, that get told every year. And hey, yeah, we, we found a, a material that's lighter and, you know, that that's not particularly exciting. But if you're looking at the real world impact, it, it can matter. And as Harry said, if you can, you can sort of bundle that, that new material in a driver that does look absolutely badass. Like it's going to kill somebody, for example. Yeah, people are, people are going to be more interested <laughs> in that story. So when can we get the rest of the information? When do we officially, are we able to get our hands on it? I think it's it's mid-October. Don't hold me to it. I've got it here in a, a text message. I could dig it out when the, when the actual embargo is. But yeah, I think mid-October. And as I mentioned in the article, this was a case where as, as COVID was unfolding, uh, if you will, Titleist was kind of on the fence, like, do we launch this? Do we not? And, and a lot of that was driven by, you know, what, what happens with sales during COVID and, and what happens with other manufacturers. And the speculation across the board was, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible and everybody's going to discount everything. And if, you know, you have that situation where $500 drivers were selling as, as low as 350 which is what a lot of people thought they were going to have to do to move product, then, then you can't launch a driver that's going to be $550 and hope to succeed. But now you have a situation where everybody is holding firm on price. Nobody, nobody has sell, sale difficulties. It's an inventory problem. Like, how do we keep getting product in there? And in, in that type of climate, you can, you can launch a new product. And so, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty exciting, I think, that this, we're going to see this in the fall. All right, we'll keep our eyes out for it so that when we get the official first look and have it in our hands, we'll bring it to you guys. But um, 
I'm excited to move into our next topic because I asked you all pre-show to go into our Instagram, our Facebook, and in the comments section of the speaker article and bring the best of the worst comments here to No Putts Given. So we can start this anywhere. Who thinks that they have the best comment? There's so many good ones. And it depends really, I think, if you're going for like the total non sequitur. Like there's this one guy that said, how do you feel about a pineapple shoved up your ass? <laughs> I have no idea what he's going for. It, you know, I mean, I, it's a question. It is a question, and I have zero idea what that A has to do with speakers. And B, is there going to be a lot of varied responses to that one? No, probably not. So that one got me uh, kind of going. But um, insurance. <laughs> the, the the first one that I thought was really good was one guy said, "Yeah, hey, basically, if you can hear my music, you're in the wrong fairway." <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty good. I like that one. So the reason these comments are so great is because it seems to be a very polarizing topic in golf. And we talk about whether music is right on the golf course or whether it's not. But instead, we're just presenting how everybody else feels about it. And it's some of the best comments that we get all year. Harry, what are some of the ones that you saw? You wrote you wrote the article. <laughs> what are the reactions to your work? Uh, there's a lot of hate mail that's come to my house. Just... <laughs> 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 no, I've got some. I've got two good comments. Um, Thirty-seven I mean, bags is, of six. Yeah. <laughs> so this covers. this one this one was fun. Was funny. Um, same people who um, who bring music on the course are the same are the same people who need a TV on at night. Probably afraid of their own thoughts. So I could see where they're coming from, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but I can't. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> and then the other one is, let's not continue this trend. People blaring music on the course like they're out on a shitball pontoon boat somewhere. Earbuds, please. On a what? A shitball pontoon. Maybe that's like a, just a not a very nice one. I'm pretty it's... sure it's a new boat in the shape of a shit. <laughs> 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 like, so these are just like some of the comments that we get and... This is my favorite article of the year. This and ball retrievers is just, <laughs> there's so many good comments. You could read them for days and not be bored. Tony, what do you have? What are some of the best comments? So I did not do my homework. I will confess. Aww. I know I was, uh, I was on the, on the phone with the boss earlier this morning for a little bit and then cleaning up to be, make myself presentable for the show. Like this, this just doesn't happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just roll out of bed looking yeah. like this. I, I will say like it is it it can continues to blow my mind that, that this is the most polarizing article we do every year I know. that inspires the most outrage every year and I'm like I I guess to an extent I get it because you know there are going to be guys that aren't respectful of of other golfers and play their music too loud but you can you can apply that logic to any situation, anything somebody does on a golf course, there are going to be people who, who aren't respectful of the other golfers. That's, that's just inherently the nature of, I guess, people. But yeah, like I, I don't understand the rage, the get off my lawn. This is, this is ruining the game and you guys are, are terrible for even doing this. How dare you put out an article like this? It's, I mean, it, like I said, I, I don't get it. My golf spy gets accused of encouraging it, which in, enrages a whole nother group of people. But here, I remember seeing one comment that said something like, I don't want to listen to somebody else's crappy music. 
What if it's not crappy music? Yeah, Does that it could make be good it okay? Music. Yeah, I know. What is what can we collectively come up with something that oh. would be a crowd pleaser for everyone that nobody could have a problem with? Potentially classical music could calm you down and make you into a state of ah. Uh, um so that could potentially be one that could help your golf swing if you listen to classical. No, I'm thinking like what is something that's indisputably good? Cat Stevens. If you how, how do you hate on Cat Stevens? Yeah, but what do you do after two songs? And you're like, well, that's that's, that's the extent of the catalog. <laughs> then the Beatles. You guys like the oh, Beatles. Uh, there are some beater, Beatle haters then out you there. Go right to, you go right to Freddie Mercury. Go to some Queen. Maybe do some... Yeah, that's what I was I saying. Am, Queen. I'm glad you brought it up. So I will have David Bowie and Queen going and this particular putter cover because <laughs> it is time for tacos. <laughs> that's a good one. I need all of these head covers. They're coming. Do not send them to my house. I have a queen on, on the golf course story. So at the uh, okay. the launch event for the, for the uh, Cobra Speed Zone driver, one of the guys I was paired with, the guy I shared a cart with, he was like, hey, do you mind if I play some music? I'm like, oh, I don't care. We're out here having fun, trying new clubs, whatever. So he put it on and it was just, uh, just a mix of Queen and Elton John. And it yeah. was like completely awesome. Like super yeah. chill, not... Not always too mellow, never like just too much, too intense, just nice kind of, nice kind of flowing waves on the beach kind of thing with, but with real music. Could we add awesome. some, could we add some Billy Joel into that too? Like, no, really? I think you'd have to be, I'd have to be a selective, like you wouldn't want to be like, we did a start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good group. I don't see how you dispute nineties hip hop. Even before little late eighties into the nineties hip hop, it, oh, it there I mean, are people we, that would. But it it reminds me. It reminds <laughs> me to keep the sun in my heart. <laughs> we need to put you down, Chris. <laughs> Answer this question: uh, Pros when they go play at Phoenix, Arizona, and play in the waste management tournament. What hole is that? Sixteen that they have the huge stadium. Mm-hmm. And there is music playing. There is people going nuts. Some guys are like some pros are making them go as fast uh, as as loud as they can to hit the golf shots. A lot of them say they love it. Are these the guys? The the guys are watching this are like oh, I love how this is so cool on TV for the pros. But then if they interact with it on the golf course, like a like a little bit of music, they go nuts, and they're the ones that are commenting. Do you think that could be a uh, could be a case where they're the ones that are commenting saying, "I hate music, but I love watching oh, other people play music"? And I, I bet there wouldn't be much correlation there. You have people who love the 16th at the waste management, and, and people who find it to be an abomination. Like, how dare golf be fun? But it's it's one of those things, right? It's noise will yield to people who hate it momentarily and and just describe it as noise. But but noise is a part of basically every other sport right look at look at baseball where guys are expected to hit a ball being thrown at them from from 60 feet away at a speed over 100 miles an hour in some cases and and they're able to have the concentration necessary to hit that object and yet you know some some background noise while you're standing over an inanimate object is is an abomination i again i I don't get you know it, what man. you know what I say to these guys who hate music on the golf course. Put some earphones in, then you won't be able to hear some earplugs. 
But you got to understand, man, some guys don't want to ear, wear earplugs and that's that's reasonable. And man, if you get if you're cheesed off. <laughs> <laughs> My issue with earbuds is actually maybe this is a, a legitimate one is like more of a safety concern. Like if I have earbuds mm. and I'm hearing that, like I can't hear what's going on around me. So when Tony, yeah. So when Tony, you know, hits that, you know, whatever, and and you know, yelling for it, wayward t I can't wayward t shot. I can't hear it. You know, whatever. I can't hear anything else around me. I don't know. That's a great idea. My my bottom line is this: two things. One, if if you're the person that's playing music and it's bothering somebody else, if you're playing it loud enough that it can bother somebody else a reasonable distance away from you. Yeah, that is absolutely inconsiderate, right? Your yeah, fun don't shouldn't be a imp- dick. Yeah, your your fun shouldn't impinge on somebody else's fun. So knock that off, right? Like that's not cool, that's not okay. But if you want to play music and it's within your sphere and your space and you're doing your thing, who's to say that you can't enjoy golf the way that you want to do it? And and frankly, given all the issues in the game today, gender equity issues, accessibility, cost issues, these major topics in golf. And this is the line that you're going to... This is my hill and I shall die on it. Yeah, this is your line of demarcation. You're going to, you know, you are going to go to bat. You know, this is, uh, you know, you are the anti-music police or whatever. And that's the issue that you're taking up. It's like, that's where somebody else commented, you know, the the, the great lighten up Francis, you know, quote from Stripes, <laughs> which anything that refers back to Stripes that, uh, you know, whoever that guy was, you get a you get a point in my book because that is maybe one you of should the, get a head cover out of your box. Absolutely, maybe <laughs> you should get the tiki. You can you get a tiki, Mister Lighten Up Francis guy, because uh, that is one of the best monologues in in movie history. That's completely underrated. So, okay, before <laughs> we move on from this topic, I want you guys to dig into your emails. Um, Adam sent us a comment that I think is the perfect one to end up on. So, Tony, if you get to it first, I want you to read it. I might just not be important enough. I don't have it. <laughs> I only, li- here we go. I only listen to music if there aren't any birds to <laughs> my <laughs> like corn on the cob. Oh, I did get that one. I bet he's English. I- what does that even mean? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was the perfect comment to close out that discussion. Was Harry, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Harry, what is our English phrase of the week? What have you picked for your birthday edition? Uh, because it's my birthday, I'm going for two today. Oh, no, okay. this is not approved. So, careful, he's on the chunder bus. I know what chunder means, so I can't play. Careful, he's on. Careful, he's on the chunder bus. Chris is, Chris is busy eating plastic. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It might make you chunder. Oh, sick! He's he's hungover. A throw up, yeah. Oh, oh. So Chunderbus is like I'm on I'm I'm riding my way to vomiting. Yeah. So when we ever see our guys about to throw up, we go Chunderbus has come and then everyone's invited. <laughs> would their would their face look something like this? Would that be a Chunderbus face? Stop showing us these <laughs> things. Is that it's like almost like a like Punisher meets Venom kind yeah. of. And if you read the side, it says Skull Bomb Bomb. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like some of these are right at the level where you put them on somebody else's putter as a joke. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Skull Bomb Bomb. Chris, if you yes. keep doing this, I'm going to give you a bunch of fives. I think, I thank you. Right. High fives? No. Props? You're going to give fives? me a bunch of. 
bunch of fives. A bunch of five dollar bills. I know. No, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Bunch of oh, like oh, a bunch oh. of fives. No. Oh. Like, You'd be super cheesed off if Harry punched you in the face. By the end of this year, everything is gonna be English English and we're just gonna be cheesed off. I'm gonna start writing articles and yeah, like that. <laughs> you can have to switch it to the UK keyboard. One more, Chris, and then we're gonna be out. Make it a good one. Drum roll. I want random. I don't want good. I want a true random oh. bottom of the box. Okay, I random. I just pulled this one up because I think I'm already well through all the really good ones. So I want the really bad ones. No, there's a whole nother box. Oh yeah, I have a whole nother box for next week. Tony, you get <laughs> wild moose. <laughs> wild moose. It sounds like a a really bad cologne. Well, that's what you said. Like they're like either bad alcohol brands or like bad cologne brands. It's, yeah, it's like a rejected Old Spice scents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, Chris, thank you for unboxing some head covers. Harry, no one's gonna want yours anymore now that they've seen all of Chris's, but you know, Harry's giving his away. So what were, what were the rules? Follow Harry and subscribe to our YouTube page. Yeah, follow me at Old English um, at GSpy and then subscribe to that YouTube channel to win this one right there. All righty, on that note, we out. Wild moose. <laughs> no putts given is powered by my golf spy the most extensive reviews in golf before you buy my golf spy nine million readers do it every year check us out